Keep, keep that praise one more time. God, we praise you. We thank you for your word. We thank you for being in the house today, God, and giving us one more chance to worship you. We praise you. Thank you. You may be seated. What an awesome, awesome word we've had in first service. Continue on the second service. The songs that have went forth today, God is moving. God is here. He is mindful of his people. He is mindful of what we need to be fed. I know for myself, I can truly say, sister, that we were fed today. The laborers that were here in the first service, second service, the ones that are online have been fed today. God's word has went forth today. If you were hungry when you came into the house of God, I tell you, you could be filled all the way up by the time you leave. God is here today to feed his people, to feed the laborers. God is here to give strength today. You know, I, I was listening to the words that were going forth today and everything going in line and in preparation for, for this. You know, sometimes you got to live what you preach. And majority of the times when I preach something, I've already went through the grinder and everything else. And there's nothing different today with the message that I, I'm going to preach. If you would turn to your Bibles in Matthew chapter 11, and you can stay seated. Matthew 11, uh, verse 28 through 30. I'll be reading out of the New King James Version. Matthew eleven twenty-eight 28 through 30. Simply reads, Come to me, all, ye, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Verse 29 says, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. Verse 30 here says, For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You know, when God had first gave me this, you know, I, I was carrying some things I didn't have to carry. I was feeling very heavy in my spirit and I was there and I was asking God, God, why do I feel this way? Didn't know I was already going to, to, to be preaching this or anything. It's just sometimes God would just smack you with something, and then you learn later on why you went through what you went through. And here in this passage of Scripture, just to give you a little bit of background here, Jesus here, he's addressing uh, uh, the children of Israel. He talks about this several times. The Pharisees are on the scene now, and all of a sudden they're the instructors, they're the teachers uh, of the, the law of Moses. And so they're here, and all of a sudden they're burdening all the people of God down with all these regulations, all these legal do's and don'ts. And the people, the Jesus is there in physical, and he just gets through here telling everybody, anything that happens, anything that goes to you guys first has to come through me. If you're reaching for God, yeah, I am God manifest in the flesh. So what you feel is heavy. I have the authority to make it feel light on you. He's saying, come to me, those who are heavy laden, those who feel heaviness, and I will lighten the load because the things that are heavy that you feel are not of me. 
You know, we realize in having a relationship with God, Sister Ruth, the prophecies, the things that are spoken over us, the responsibilities that were there and we guard and we hide and we protect and we take care of those things because they're ours. We know they're going to come to fruition. It's just the time period from the time that it is spoken to the time that God has manifested in our life. We carry that load. So what happens is we know we have that load of responsibility already. So what happens is the devil knows that also. And what he tries to do is he tries to slide little leaks inside there also to start adding to that load. And what he does is he's not putting a big old load at you at once. He'll put something light and then you don't even notice that you're carrying that around. Because you're carrying the burden that God had already given you. And you think that's just part of it. And all of a sudden you're living through life and you're there. And all of a sudden something goes wrong in your life. And we look at things and we say, oh, I'm a failure. Because what happens is is we look at the promise that God has for us. And when we fail our past failures, all of a sudden the devil would just add those on top of the things that you're carrying already. You look at the things, no one here is perfect. No one in this whole house is perfect. We've all failed God. We've all come up short. And the devil knows that also. So what happens is when you got people who aren't of God, when you have the enemy that see those things and those weaknesses and the short things that you come up with in your life, he can add those things to what you're already carrying. And if you're not mindful and if you can't discern the spirit that is there, you can carry a load that you were never meant to carry. The people here were being burdened down with a lot of things that they weren't required to carry. And the message, the, the title of the message that I'm preaching this morning is simply don't carry more than you're required to. Because there are things that God gives us. We are all laborers that are here. We're all trying to do something for the kingdom of God. And we all have our space. And we all have our place in the kingdom. But what happens is, is life happens. We happen. We're, we're, we're just physical, physical carnal flesh. And we come up short. And what happens is, is God has given us a responsibility, but while we're doing that, if we're not careful, when we fail, we repent, but all of a sudden we carry that guilt with us sometimes. We carry the shame that goes along with it. And because we're already carrying a burden and a weight already, we figure, well, I might as well go ahead and just carry that also. Because it was my fault that I messed up. It was my fault that I failed. It was my fault that it didn't work the way that it was supposed to happen. And all of a sudden, the load that God said was supposed to be light, all of a sudden we feel just the resistance of it, and we feel the heaviness of it, and all of a sudden it overtakes us, and it fatigues us. So when God calls us to do something, all of a sudden we're too tired. When you live for God, you know, he, he knows the exact amount of weight that you are required to carry. And there's times where he adds things to us which is of God. And he'll add things so when we learn uh, lessons that we'll learn and all of a sudden it's for his benefit and it's for his kingdom. The things that he gives us is for our good. 
Brother Andrew, I must have been thumbing through my Bible because I ended up in Numbers. If you would uh, turn to Numbers 4 and 15. I want to give you an example of the type of weight that God will give somebody. The most accurate weight that you need and nothing more. Numbers 4 and 15 says, And when Aaron and his sons had finished covering the sanctuary and all the furnishings of the sanctuary, when the camp is set to go, he's talking about the tabernacle here. He's talking about the inner sanctuary, that they're, they're getting everything wrapped up in there, the Ark of the Covenant, the, the, the lampstands, everything that is in there uh, that has to do with worship, they're wrapping it up. It says, Then the sons of Kohath shall come to carry them, but they shall not touch any holy thing lest they die. These are the things in the tabernacle of meeting which the sons of Kohath are to carry. They had to carry this burden upon their shoulders. They didn't have to grab the items themselves because if they touched it and it was bare that they would die. There was order in what God had given the people to do. This was a section of the Levites. And they were here in their responsibility. They lived on the, the south side of the tabernacle. So there were south siders also. <laughs> and they had a duty that God had gave them and a responsibility. It was a spiritual weight and it was a physical weight because they had to take everything that was wrapped already and they had to get up. It said there was over, over 8,000. It was 8,600 of them that were, were totaled. I don't believe it was the same people who carry the same items every single time. I'm pretty sure they had a rotation or something so they wouldn't get wore out. But they were responsible for transporting this every time it was time to move. The presence of God was there. And God said, when it's time to move, I need you to put this upon your shoulders and let's go. This is your duty. We can see here in Numbers 7, 7 through 9, it says, two carts and four oxen have gave to the sons of Gershon. And the sons of Gershon, they were responsible for the outer tabernacle items. So the curtains, the skins, the veil, the cords, anything that had to do with that, they were responsible for. It says, according to their service. So according to the weight, according to the burden, according to the responsibility that they had, they were given two carts and four oxen. It says, and four carts and eight oxen he gave to the sons of Merari according to their service. Now their service, they were responsible for the framing of the tent. So all the posts, all the bars, uh, all the, the little uh, uh, sockets that they were there. Uh, so it was heavy. So their load was heavier than, than uh, the sons of Gershon. So they were given four carts and eight oxen because it was according to their service and the load that they had. Now check this out. Now it says, under the authority of Ithamar, the son of Aaron, the priest. But in verse 9, I want you to read this with me. It says, but the sons of Kohath, he gave none, because theirs was a service of the holy things which they carried on their shoulders. So the things that the sons of Gershon had, they were so heavy, there's no way they can bear that on their shoulders. So they were given oxen and carts. And so were, were the sons of Merari. They were given the oxen in the cart because that was their way that they were supposed to transport that. Because if the, the sons of, uh, were, were trying to, uh, of Kosher were trying to, to take those items, it would break them down because they didn't have the strength to do that. 
In 1 Corinthians 10 and 13, it says, No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. I want to take the principle here. Not only in temptation. He won't give you more temptation or let it come upon you. For it to break you and overtake you. He'll never put more on you than you can bear. But the principle here is anything that God gives you, he'll give you the perfect weight that you have. Sometimes it seems excessive because God is trying to give you the strength for something that is going on in the future that he'll need you to take care of and bear on your shoulders. But the devil will try to put excess weight on you that you were never meant to carry so that he can break you down. And those things that he tries to put on you are past guilt and past shame and things that happen that you had no control of. And the devil said, I'm just going to let you carry that. And I'm going to go ahead and add this on this. And I'm going to go ahead and add that failed marriage. I'm going to go ahead and add this failed job that you couldn't handle. I'm going to add this failed ministry that you had and let you carry that on your shoulders. And God is saying, you don't have to carry that. He said, my yoke is light. My burden is light. If you give me that today, you no longer have to carry that on your shoulders. Remove that weight. God never put that on you. Live in freedom. Do what God has told you to do. And carry what he told you to carry. But be careful to carry, not carry the things that the devil puts on you to break you. I'm telling you, church, I know you've all heard the phrase, the straw that broke the camel's back. I know you, you've always been at a place sometimes where, where everybody's been at that place. Where God, just one more thing happened, I'm going to lose it. Sister Ruth, I've been in that place. I've been there where you feel like you don't have the physical strength to do it. Your heart's in it. Your motives are pure. And you say, God, why do you trust me so much? God, I can't carry that. And God says, I know the perfect weight. You're carrying it for my service. Come on, son. Come on, daughter. It's time to move. I need you to pick that up and burn it on your shoulder. But everything else is not your responsibility to pick up. That's for somebody else. You follow me and you follow my presence and I'll be with you to the ends of the days. I'm going to be real with you, church. I don't have much. I don't, I'm not going to go much longer. But I, I'm telling you, in preparation, even before this, and even last night when I was preparing for this service, God had called me to pray because I was there and I just felt heavy. I felt like, God, I'm going to preach this message, but I feel so loaded down. 
and I was there and I was praying and all of a sudden the voice of the adversary came to me and he said, preach it, preacher. Preach it, preacher. And I was like, what? Because I know it wasn't the voice of God. He said, you couldn't even save your stepfather. I'm telling you, God gave him to the last day, even a week past he was supposed to be gone when he was on his, his deathbed. And I did everything I could. He was baptized in Jesus' name, but he never received the Holy Ghost. And we tried to have conversations, and I, I thought because there was a period of time we didn't even talk. And I said, I shamed myself. I said, God, during that period, I shouldn't have been like that, God. What if we'd have never stopped talking? What if there was a day I could have done this or a day I could have done that? And I remember the last conversation that we had. He was on his deathbed. And he was there, and I said, Dad, you need to get the Holy Ghost. You're there. You're knocking on the door of eternity. I need you to pray about it. I'll help you pray through to the Holy Ghost, Dad. He said, you know what? He goes, I'll, I'll pray about it. If God talks to me, then I'll get the Holy Ghost. If not, then it ain't for me. And he turned around. He rolled over. That's the last time I ever talked to him. And there's times the devil will beat me up. And he'll say, you couldn't even convince your stepdad to get the Holy Ghost. Preach on, preacher. Preach on, preacher. And I'll sit there and I'll be like, man, what did I do? Did I miss something? I know my mom tried to the last moments. I know Brother Tolliver, Brother Tolliver's here. He was working at the same hospital my dad was at. Brother Jansen was there. He had every opportunity. But it's the power of choice. There's nothing I can say up here. There's nothing anybody, the team, or the bishop, or anybody can say that can make you change your mind and be saved. It's a choice that you have to make yourself. Last night in prayer, God said, you better not carry that one more day. He said, you better lay that at my feet and you go preach to my people and tell them my burden is light. I'm telling you, I don't care what failures you had in your life. I don't care where the devil has beat you up day after day and year after year. God is saying, lay down that weight today. I don't know why, but God keeps putting a molestation. If you're molested when you were a kid, it is not your fault. It is not your fault some pervert did that. I don't want you to live in shame and in guilt thinking that you've done something to put that on you. God said that you never were, a, were meant to carry that weight in your life. And he wants you to put it down today. And he says, give it to him because there's more he wants to give you. But you can't have your hands full with guilt and shame. His yoke is light. I'm coming to a closing right now. I'm telling you, there's some things that, there's some people in here that have been carrying for years and years and years. And God wants to give you more. There's giftings that he wants to give you. But he can't give them to you because you're so burdened down with everything else. If he adds something else to you, you're going to break. All right, 
But if you lay those things down and you lay it at his feet today, he's saying, I don't care the amount of pressure. I don't care how many years that you've dealt with it. I'm about to free you up. I'm about to take those shackles of shame. I'm about to take off that guilt that you've been walking around with and thinking that it was just God that had gave that to you. No, that is not God. God is wanting to free your hands up because there's people. I'm telling you, there was... There was uh, There was a Monday, real quick, there was a Monday in prayer, and I was sitting up there, and I was praying, and God was there, and he started speaking to me. He says, do you hear the footsteps of the people? And I was like, what? And I, I kind of looked up, because I, I had my eyes closed praying, I kind of looked up, and I didn't see nothing. And God said, no, in the spirit, do you hear my people coming? And I closed my eyes again, and in that vision, I looked, and there was just a puff of smoke that was all around. And when that, the, the, the dust had cleared, there was thousands of people headed to this place. The influx is coming, but we can't be so burdened down with the stuff that we have that we can't tend to other people's need. God is trying to free your hands. So when the influx comes, that we have a healthy church, that we have a people that are ready to on the guard to mend and to love and to help but we have to let down those things that aren't of God I don't know who's playing piano sister Ruth thank you so much I was going to play but I don't know any anything at all not one tune so it would be bad but I'm telling you right I'm going to open these altars up if you stand I don't care what it is. God knows that you're a laborer. God knows that you're here. He's here to feed you today. The word that you had, he's here to feed you. Sister Hildebrand, great, awesome message. Brother Mario, this is the endurance part of it. This is the, where God is showing us. He, he's revealing the tactics of the devil. And we're there. We have to go through things like this sometimes so that we know his tricks. If you've been weighed down... I want you to come. I don't care what you ain't got to tell nobody what it is. But if you felt like burdened down, if you felt heavy, if you felt like, hey, I need to, I can't take no more of this. God, I gotta give it. God, I need you to release me from this burden. I tell you today, God is gonna meet your need today. God is gonna lift that off you because there is a responsibility that you have for the kingdom. And we have to move forward, but you can't do that when you're burdened down. Come on, church, let's lift our voice.